It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone, and it's uh, it's an evening. You're an asshole. Why am I an asshole? Because you just uh, you just fucked up my feng shui of my cord to my microphone. I'm sorry. You took off the rubber band to extend it, obviously, but then just left the cord to flail around. You get really funny about your things, don't you? <laughs> it was like you, you were an only <laughs> child. No, I was just the only one that mattered out of the three. <laughs> <laughs> now, another thing, just quick bone to pick. You oh, manage... We, we just shared some chocolate. This is real cute. But I just watched, and I don't usually do this. I, maybe I don't. Maybe I, maybe I do, but I just haven't sort of noticed myself doing it. You touched every single piece of that chocolate. Like, there was maybe 16 bits. You managed to, like, open it up, put it into your hands, turn it with your hands, and then you, like, broke it by putting your fingers over all of it three times. So you touched every piece. I mean, I... Do you think about that? Smell... My my hands are clean. I don't need to smell your hands. I've washed... To be clear, I'd actually washed my hands prior, and the reason was... Sorry, I just touched your (laughs) foot. Footsies. Um... No, I actually washed them with soap before doing it because we were taking one chocolate bar out of someone else's, like, we had a basic, uh, like, a gift for someone. Mm. It's like a freebie, essentially. And um, I got hungry. So I just helped myself to their free gift. Yeah, it's fine. They're and, not going to um, know. <laughs> and I, uh, I washed my hands beforehand because we just had... Um, meat sandwich thing. And so that's why you thought I need to wash my hands. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to wash my hands otherwise Fuck, they're just going to smell like meat. Still though, when you touch someone else, when you're touching something that you're sharing, it's like mints. Some people get really weird about like how, what what level of germaphobe are you? Oh, like I still ate it and I'm not that worried about it. But I, even I, you I still saying it up. like that, I'm not that worried about it. Not that worried about it. Are you fucking kidding me? With my friends, I'm I'm not okay. I don't worry about it, but I definitely notice it. But I have the ability to shut off once I've noticed it to then shut off and go. Doesn't fucking matter. I'm my mate Cam it. is like a real germaphobe, and he won't. He can't. He wouldn't be able to handle that. Mm. Like if I was trying a drink, I'm like, oh, this is yum. Would you do that? Would you drink something out of? You would definitely. Oh, drink. I did a segment about this on radio. Milk. No, no dairy products. I've got a problem with sharing milk. Yeah. But I could share a, a fizzy water with you. Yeah. If you were doing a hover. Anything dairy for whatever reason. It feels like it's like bacteria <laughs> inducing. Well, it's like a swamp water. <laughs> foul, isn't it? I just... Uh, uh, feedback from uh, yesterday from Michelle from the UK. Hi, Michelle. I was talking over you apparently. Well, she- I, I mean, I came up with a, the the thought around the... How you can fix that? Yeah, but shut I don't the fuck know. up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. No, I've got tape here. <laughs> no, I mean, introducing the, the new guest, the mate, new host. The amazing thing is that this show just gets crafted by the people listening to it a lot of the time. Yeah, we do it a lot. We're very fucking analytical about this. Mm-hmm. As much as it wouldn't sound like it, yeah, analytical is probably the wrong word. Reflective, <clears throat> is, reflective, reflective. Because we definitely. Uh, we listen. I can't listen at the beginning. I used to listen to the podcasts, and Bree will want to listen to it at night. Yeah, I just can't handle. Like, I struggle enough with my the internal voice in my head. Yeah. I don't need to hear me <laughs> through fucking Sonos at eleven p.m. when I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah, it's probably not the bedtime material for yourself. Maybe for someone else. Maybe you're listening to this in bed right now. Yeah, you could be in bed. You might be having like a little hot chocolate. What are you in London? The snow outside. No, Josh. I was I was playing into Josh's love of painting pictures. I do love of scenes of where people might be listening. Hey, so I've been sort of slowly being told from people today. Two people have told me that they listen to the podcast now, which is so good. Who? I got a message from a dude um, named Gideon. Giddy. He's a legend, and I think we just I think we actually met online. Um, or on email. Anyway, we caught up, uh, catching up with him tomorrow. This is what he said. Uh, where are we? Um, I love this. And you've been good enough to keep it a secret, like you haven't told me. No, because sort of, I've been busy today and then it's just come oh, through. I have been too. Yeah. Um, he said, I've got some ideas of where you could go with it. Okay. Also, I'd love to catch up for a quick coffee. Sure thing. So he hasn't told you how. Do you think it involves me still being involved? <laughs> 
It's Josh Gid- has Gid- to go. It's Gideon and uh, Tommy. <laughs> Daily talk show. I'll give his Insta a plug. Life of Giddy underscore. What anyway, he? yeah, okay, go on. he's got some cool videos. Um, another person. I went to Bodie's daycare yesterday. Fuck off. One of the educators. Oh, we um we listened to your podcast. They would have heard the biting. <laughs> no, they didn't hear that one. I said which one, and I should have known this episode. The squeegee one. <laughs> <laughs> episode seven. Oh, episode five. How much is daycare? Question mark. Oh, interesting. And, and I listened back to it to see if I was... If you said anything. Well, I mean, you love those guys. Exactly. So. But I didn't. And it was, yeah, it was it was nice. But they also, she also said to me, oh, and we've seen your YouTube channel. Um, and... You were saying that they were watching it in daycare. The kids weren't Yeah, the they? kids. Or- so someone else was watching. This was another person that was watching it. Yeah. You know what video she watched? Which one? Oh, <laughs> me doing no, the... No, 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 no. Think back to something that would have them looking at me questionably. You stripper. <laughs> <laughs> when my wife, when my girlfriend was at Bible college, Mate, I you, was a you're stripper. You're the talk of the town at daycare. <laughs> Daddy daycare 2.0. If Bodie's doing nudie runs, they know where he's getting yeah, exactly. it from. Um, I've been r- listening to an audio book, Essentialism. Yeah. Essentialism, yeah. I think that's what it is. What is because you've you listen to stuff and you start dropping into conversation, and you, it even consumes today. me a little bit, doesn't it? I then start I I go through phases of just quoting shit that I read. But you said today um, you quoted what, what's the word? Essentialism. Essentialism. You said that, and so I'm left behind thinking about what. What's the description, just brief, of what essentialism essentialism is? Being an essentialist, yeah. Well, I think my understanding would be it's it's probably a, a little bit of a turn sort of nearby minimalism, but essentialism is about do it like having the things, doing the things in life that are essential. Mm. So I think that we've created for a lot of people these expectations around what we need to do, that we need to say yes to all of these things, and it's about like cutting back. Is it just a new spin on minimalism? It probably is actually. Essentialism. I've only just started re-listening to the audio book because I I think that you probably have noticed this in me in the last month or two. In January, I was... Uh, not pushing really for work at all and I was just doing creative shit was doing my YouTube channel and I was just sort of having a bit of sort of mind like a mind reset Mm. just sort of going easy and then I sort of said to you I'm just going to say yes to more stuff you know I'm I'm going on my trip want to save up a bit of coin and I want to just see like there's something nice about this idea of like sprinting just absolutely fucking yourself Mm. before you go away on a trip and um, like we we go in the end of June I feel like I started on this journey beginning of Feb and I'm already fucked Mm. I'm just like I've said yes to all these things and that's what got me onto essentialism because I'm just like (laughs) I've got six clients all wanting shit done today and my ability to prioritize and make sure that they're all happy Mm. becomes slimmer well the sprinting analogy if you keep it consistent with that, sprinters can't continue sprinting. Yeah, yeah, for it's long a short of time. Yeah, absolutely, I guess we should be looking. I guess business in a lot of ways is like a a marathon. A hundred percent. But then there's periods of sprints, so it's like you go hard, but you're still grinding after that. But it's just nowhere near to the extreme. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I think it's it's pressure though. You work well under pressure. Yeah, you I'm gonna, forced to work, right? Yeah, I'm going to look back at this. Like I look back and the thing is, what is happening is I'm enjoying my fucking weekend. Like I haven't had a proper weekend. Only in a few, like I sound like such a little complaining little twat, don't I? I've literally like <laughs> only worked for like a month and a half of like real hard and I'm fucked. Where, um, but I'm like, the thing that's, that it's happening is I'm starting to appreciate shit more. So mm-hmm. when... Normally, my weekdays and weekends would just sort of merge, right? It was that whole like Gary Vaynerchuk 
mentality, which is like, don't live for the weekends. Like, you know, it's just mm. like another day, all that sort of shit. Whereas um, I'm really like, it feels like I need those weekends just as a reset. Mm. And I feel like I empathize more with Brie, my girlfriend now, because for the longest time she would get home from work and I'd be like wired and I'd say, oh, let's let's watch these tutorials. I like, you want to get better at your social media stuff. Let's watch all these things. And she's like, I just want to watch Say Yes to the Dress. Yeah. And it's because she would be work, like really being intense during the day. Whereas I'm sort of, I was always playing this sort of constant. It's just like, oh, yeah, just like constant, but not really like maxing out my brain power. I do the same. I constantly work, but I don't feel like it constantly work for me. And I have those periods of time where I'm going hard. Yeah. But then I think you actually have no option a lot of the time in the early days of your business to be getting everything done. Like if you, I was, it's like, a, but then there's patterns that you go through. Like you could collate all your emails and send it back all in one go. Or if there is an email that comes through, just send a few lines back and get it done and yeah. move on. Because it is, it's a game of, it's a numbers game. Emails, like clients, you have to get, get through and get it done, but then you, you don't want to jeopardize the quality. And well, stuff like uh, what's your, what do you think about email etiquette? Because I got this uh, off-screen magazine that um, I'm a big fan of that my friend Kai is the editor for they they do this thing which is called like um josh plugging one of his mates uh, businesses yeah. again he, he doesn't need any help he's great uh no they have something called off-screen dispatch and i saw in their most recent uh email they have this thing called the email charter and the email chart i've seen a few of these uh, in my uh, in my life it sounds like i'm fucking old or something but it's like this website which gives you an email charter so it's like uh, we're drowning an email and the many hours we spend on it are generating even more work for our friends and colleagues we can reverse this spiral only by a mutual agreement hence this email charter and what they've basically done is they've put together these 10 rules for email so I remember seeing something similar I think it used to be called like 11words.com or some shit or 11 mm. words. I can't remember the exact URL, but basically you would put it in your email signature and when people would click on it, it would say, hi, uh, I'm taking part in the 11 words challenge, uh, which is I only send emails that are 11 words or less. You know the problem with that? I'd spend half the fucking time working out how to communicate what I want. Twitter's hard enough yeah, and they've given you more characters. And you know, the funny thing, there's this quote, which is, um, it's ghost, I can't remember, I'm sure it's a famous person that said it, but it's like, uh, sorry for the long letter, I didn't have time to write a short one. <laughs> which is like, you know, you think about edits and things like that, the time is actually in the refining. You can create yeah. like a long fucking edit but to make something good that's actually yeah, worthwhile, yeah, that's, that's like taking the time. You can use that one. So, yeah, all these things, right? Respect. Number one, respect recipient's time. Um, short. Uh, number two, short or slow is not rude. Three, celebrate clarity. I wonder what they mean by celebrate clarity. Let's well, I think it's dot points. I love getting stuff in but dot points. But how do you celebrate it? Do you say... Love, thanks oh, for thanks sending... For the, thanks for making this really clear Let's see what they're actually saying. Uh Start with a subject line that's clearly labels a topic and maybe includes a status category. Info, action, time sensitive, low priority. Use crisp, muddle-free sentences. If the email has to be longer than five sentences, make sure the first provides the basic reason for writing. Avoid strange fonts and colors. Do you know what's fucking a great tip, which I um, have really been using? I don't know where I heard it from, but it was like, put the answer first. Mm. Answer, then why. Not why, then answer. Mm. Example, if you're say if we've got a shoot on and I'm asking your availability, I'm like, hey man, can you do this shoot on Thursday? What most people would do is like, oh man, I've got this thing on, that thing on, I could make... No. Fuck that off and just say, 
no, I'm not available. And then go into the why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always answer, then why, and then context. It's yeah, so you, so you don't want to be filtering through trying to work out the Da Vinci Code from yeah. a long email. Uh, yeah, that's true. But then you don't want to be a fucking robot. No. Like, the hard thing is, with all this stuff, business, relationship building is about being authentic. Yeah. And if it pulls away too far from that authenticity in the communication, it's like you fail. I use uh, exclamation marks, smiles a lot. And I, um, yeah, I think those things are important. I, mm. I, try and, I try and reduce the amount of exclamation mark. Like if mm. I'm doing like, hey, Tommy, exclamation mark. Um, and then like the next one won't be. I, I reckon sort of I've learned around. how to write by doing emails as in after so school like people. more than I more than I did at school I learned how to craft sentences and use the right grammar and punctuation marks and it's absolutely crazy yeah it's so important and I think um, yeah it's it's one of those areas where if you do it right you can be really powerful as a communicator and it's mm. I think one of my few strengths is email like I can send like I've I feel like when I'm working with friends on things, they're always like, hey, can you craft this thing or that thing? <laughs> yeah, you're good with um, words. Tell me about the fucking, you don't have it anymore, the email thing so it tells you the notification if they... Oh, yeah. Actually, that was, it was making me realize how much I'm, how glad I am that I don't have that anymore. What? So, what so was it? I had, it was called MixMax. And there's a few <laughs> other services that would do the same. It would give me a notification Anytime someone opened my emails. And I thought that I was like fucking... Sorry, but it also gives you like notifications of whether someone has clicked your um, social media yeah. little icons like on your <laughs> And what did I do to you? You went through and fucking clicked them. I got so many I notifications. I trolled you so hard and I... And I just pressed control and went click, 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 low level troll yeah but it sent an email to you so you got like no I didn't get an email it's get? almost like a feed it's like a f- imagine like the ticker on the news ticker on the side of Facebook how oh, it just yeah. says so and so like it's literally like that but the thing that it would do is I'd get notifications when someone was opening an email mm. so not only that but I would get notific- I would get told what location they're in too <laughs> so I'd be able to see oh this client's actually opening it from overseas or the other thing that it was... The, the I love reason, that example you give that probably happened once. It, no, it happened a bit. I remember like um, the thing that it was handy for, and this is why I probably stopped using it, because I got too reactive. Yeah. Because I was literally like, I'd be looking at my email and then I would see someone like open up a quote again. Mm. And then I'd be like, oh, fuck, I should follow up. That was like two weeks ago and they never wrote back. So I'd like write to them and they would send me an email and they'd be like oh um say so, mate I can't look at note you did the exact same you saw my eyes I looked movement. at what you were looking at yeah I've got just some move sort on. of notification just got a fucking notification coming. Um, go on the yeah so I um this is what happens mate you you a quote opened and you emailed oh, them yeah. straight back yeah yeah and the thing is they're like oh Josh we're literally just thinking about this and they just think that we're like really connected. Little do they know that I'm fucking tracking their every move. <laughs> so it was a little bit, I felt a bit weird. And so initially I was like real pro this. Remember I was like, cause you could do things. You could use the service to be able to book um, calendar stuff. So I could say, Hey man, these are the times I'm available. And you could click one and book it into my calendar, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was cool. But the thing that it, I think it's just a dangerous path trying to, track shit insta stories what do you talk oh what did i say to you yesterday well, is you that what s- you said yeah is that what you, you mean? said that uh, because i used to be a big one and i feel like i've really well, just a, a, an explanation from the outside josh is very on to things for instance if i wasn't answering my call but looked at his insta story he's the kind of guy that was looking through his insta stories and seeing who was watching them like, so here's the opposite. Do you look through your Instagram, uh, like, activity, so what other people are liking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell yeah. you the last time I did that. Oh, I, I don't... It depends what sort of mood I'm in. Yeah. But, um, no, I don't do it at, like, 
during this time, this is the funny thing. This is why I'm realizing this busyness that I'm feeling. Mm. There's all of these habits that I've formed through like being quite idle. Like idleness mm. create you can get into these little head fucks where you start focusing on shit that just doesn't matter. Mm. And that has actually gone. I'm spending way less time. Like I'm not even looking at Instagram as much. Like yeah. so many times, I feel like in the last month or so. Well, the reality is successful people don't have the time because no. they're working on the shit that they're creating. Absolutely. I crafting. think that that like consuming sort of mindset can really sort of oh, fuck you. Let's um, move away from that stuff. Can I just quickly say that I did, uh, so the just to, you know, clear close up the, the loose, close the loop. Thank you. Close the loop. Is that segment. Close the loop. Um, with the Insta story, I, uh, I actually posted an Insta story this morning and saw my mate Jack liked it. I called him. I was like, mate, he answered straight away because I knew it was on his phone. I was like, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the view. <laughs> it was, it was, what did it was, he say? It was fucking great. He's like, oh yeah. It's like, he, he laughed. He thought it was funny. But then I said, I'm, I said, now you're going to see on your Insta story that I viewed your first one, but then I dropped off. Don't think that, it, don't think it's that I don't like the content. I just, mate, I need to fix those chairs, don't I? You're yeah, sitting. Um, yeah, it was because I had bad uh, phone reception where I was. Yeah, and, it and wasn't he wasn't loading. thinking that. Yeah. So, uh, fuck, man, I don't look into anything. But maybe, and so what I said to you actually today or yesterday, you um, scare me into being more conscious about it. Yeah. Because of the because of me knowing someone who, like for me it's like I, I'm the only one exists you know you're in your own world you really think that that's how most people are I remember a lot I, of the time but then I see you and you're like I'm like fuck that is the opposite so I got to lift my game I remember uh, a client like I was doing personal stuff like doing personal social media posts mm. and I had told a client a while ago uh, that I. Uh, couldn't finish their thing or whatever it was and they had me on social media and they actually said well if you've got time to be doing this tech they wrote it on the post or no 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 they, no they fucking emailed me they picked yeah. me up on it and Dude, i was like how can like and that's what like this podcast i've made a priority i've done this we've done this every fucking day haven't missed yeah. it every well, we week celebrate 38 yeah episode 38, 38. actually Woo! I don't think we even said the day or day. No, we got straight Thursday. into it because you pissed me off with your um, messiness. Yeah, but the um, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I felt like a, it just felt gross. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Like, let me prioritize my own shit. Yeah, you're right. But don't you agree? Like, I feel yeah. like, um, like, what is the protocol? Would you get fucking... I can understand how someone could get annoyed, though. If I'd said I to it. you... Like it, when fuckers say, oh, I'm too busy for shit. And then you just see them on Instagram being, being dumb fucks. You get annoyed. It's If it was outside of business hours, I would have that filter and just be like, pisses me off. But I, well, it's fucking 5 p.m. It's after 5 p.m. Yeah. 6 p.m. It's like people have lives. Yeah. And I think you, I've got a busy life in uh-huh. terms of outside of my own shit at work and everyone else. It's like... Most people have that, right? You got your stuff doing dinner with Brie or going yeah. to your mum's or whatever. Yeah. I'm looking after Bodie, you know. And that family thing, I think, changes it, right? Like, I've noticed that I had one client that um, she was like, oh, look, I've got two sick, sick kids at the moment. We're not mm. going to be able to get this feedback. And I, like, really respected it. And I was sort of like, you know what? Like, I should be prioritizing like that too. And I think what I struggle with is it's the justification so having a kid like it's almost like it's sort of a, it's, it's the- a mic drop it's a like <laughs> mate like because you respect it straight away yeah but me being a fucking 20 something idiot being like guys i can't i'm not going to be able to get this work done because i'm time the- i want to hang out with me girlfriend it's a bit of a harder sell the the i heard a mother who had double parked um, and she come up. She came up to the office where I am and gone and picked up some tickets from my mate's office. What were they? What sort of tickets? Oh, they do ticket printing. Oh, of course. Unitix. Dot com. Today, you. Your first plug. Yeah. Plug my mate. Uh, plug James. Sean, 
James works there, doesn't he? <laughs> He's the boss. Yeah, James. Yeah. Um, anyway, I love James. I heard the mother double parked, and then this woman who she double parked over the driveway of, and she wanted to get a car in. Had came stormed up. Whose car is the what? Like she was. Oh God! Remember um, what's that movie? Matilda. That's a really uh, yeah, bad no, movie reference. No, I don't, yeah, I don't even know. Matilda. It. If you've watched it, it's like the headmaster was like this woman was really fucking grumpy and mean. Um, anyway, it was like her, and she was she had a beaner bonnet. Whose car is it? Anyway, this woman said, oh, she came out and said, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, you know, I'm a mother and I just had to... But she used the mother thing yeah. and I thought, fucking... And did it work? Ooh. I mean, this woman was fired up. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I think she was just reactive saying that I'm a mother. It was like this go-to thing, meaning I've got a lot on. I just need to fucking do this, please. I've, I remember I've had moments where it's like you want to... Start, like there's obvious, there's obvious things that would... Where people have no empathy for what mm. other people are going through. But then, you know, when you have moments where it's like you have no excuse, but if they're like, just think if I had an excuse, like I think to myself, I'm <laughs> like, what if I had cancer right now? You know, like that sort of where it's like, obviously it's so fucking dumb because I'm fine. Yeah, I know. But it's yeah. like, maybe someone close to me died. And they like they haven't. I remember like you want to fucking stump them with some. Oh, yeah, gold. exactly. Is but I've got, literally got nothing. It's like. Yeah, my, my pa died. I don't have to say that it was six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I remember, I feel like, and maybe this is a bit of an emotional uh, maturity thing. I remember being a kid and like people, you know, relatives or stuff like that dying. It's a little bit dark. And I remember thinking like, oh, this sort of, it gave me a bit of leeway of like being <laughs> like, just like not being late to class. I get it. I know what you mean. Did you ever, do you think like go real deep? Do you think that you've ever had those moments where it's like, you know what? It's almost like a bit of a pity party, isn't it? It's like saying like, you know what? I, I'm trying to get this fly. Um, or mozzie. Um, yeah. Like what? Give me your example. I have hundred percent used the pity party thing, Yeah. but I can't remember a specific example, but I feel like it's easy to dwell in. Right. Yeah. You just sort of bask in it. It's almost like, creates this energy around and it allows you to fuck up yeah like you think about like i've done it with sh- i've done it with film shoots where i feel like fuck i hope something comes up that i have to cancel on that yeah. shit yeah and it's such a bad mindset because yeah. it's me just being weak yeah in my head and i haven't just bitten the bullet and done yeah. what i need to do and i 100 percent have thought Please if can. only Bodhi gets gastro. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, um, I haven't thought that. No. I stay away from thinking anything. Yeah, like no, of course. No, you evil. want it to be? Do you say fucking evil? Fucking evil. I'm not evil, to be clear. Um, no, it's a, but it's you. It, it, you need to really go inside to think about that because mm. I think there's probably a lot of people that have had those moments. But I. Um, just quickly before we wrap up, I do uh, remember a story where there was a guy where something happened to him a few years ago and uh, HR sort of supported him through it. They didn't really, it was sort of a big, big deal, all that sort of thing. He didn't want it to go public. And um, then he sort of had a moment, you know, four years later where he's like, actually, I want to tell everyone now and all that sort of thing. And mm. it's a really weird position because... I think from an HR point of view, if you're going to do something like that, you sort of need to, you're almost playing in this pity party for whatever you want to call it, like this emotional sort of uh, situation for years and years and years. And that can almost, I don't know. It's, Mm. um, I don't know where I'm going with it. I wasn't sure either. (laughs) I wasn't sure where you're going with it either. I I had some stuff I wanted to talk about. What time is it? How much? We've, We've got... One minute. We've got one minute. If I've really got- gone on a low, haven't I? Should we try one minute of real high energy? Now nah, this story that it wasn't high energy. It's just something that pissed me off. Go. Tommy loses it. <laughs> oh, you know what makes me really mad? 
All right, no, what we're going to finish with is a story that we got sent from Josh's childhood from another person at his school. What's so yesterday, I reckon it was fake. Okay, it was, yeah, sure. It was someone who just made up something. And we've got, we've got another one. Which was bizarre. Like, yeah. how, how weird and cool at the same time is someone who writes through to our podcast telling us a story that was well, not it, true but had some details that were I kind of I think it had right. some stuff which was like the... the the farting, the arm farting thing, which you did after after the show, which is fucking brilliant. But what's the email? Go. Hang who, on, was it from? who do you reckon that last one was from? Like no fucking idea. I can't actually tell if that was a real person's name that I knew or not, because obviously there was a lot of like real international sort of school kids okay. from everywhere. So you could have a real fucking weird name, and you wouldn't. I, I'm know. gonna I'm gonna give this um, girl a shout out because she hasn't said to not put her name. Yeah, in go. There. Uh, Jody Scanlon. Okay, Jody. I know Jody. Jody, thanks for listening. You know, very quick story. Uh, it's not jo- never a quick story it is a with you. Quick story. Remember that three ser the radio station. Nah. That, okay, the radio station that my mum yelled at the manager because he he was rude <laughs> to me. Remember yes. that on one of the episodes. Yeah. Find it. Jody's brother had his own show on three ser, and I remember he did. A segment within his radio show where he interviewed the cast of the Glen Eagles production, and I remember I was uh, on the side of the shed where the performance was, and he had his microphone and he was talking to me, and I couldn't, I wasn't smart enough to connect whether like, is this going live? Right, it was. It was just like recording it onto like a Sony tape recorder. Yeah, yeah. But it was just that weird moment where it's like your breathing goes a bit funny, and you're like, okay, I'm I'm about to go on air. He's like, okay, we're gonna go on air. Three, two, and he goes into it. I just like. I elevated it so much. So anyway, that was Jody's brother. I feel okay, like that was not a short story. I'm sorry, Jody was in a lot of drama stuff. Cool. Um, I experienced a lot of those people when I was living in Shepparton doing radio and they legit thought I had my phone out and I was going to go live. <laughs> I was holding my phone recorder up and they'd do the same thing. It's interesting yeah, that it's... I've finally met someone and become friends with them that do that. Uh, anyway, Jody. Uh, Thanks, Jody, for writing in. Jody said, Hi, guys. Been listening to your podcast on my commute to work and recently, after seeing Josh's post about it on Instagram, um, thought I'd give you a shot. I uh, thought I'd give it a shot. Something different. And the train rides oh, are boring. Oh, you're, you're reading. You're trying to read again. Yeah, anyway, this is good. Anyway, so she just likes so Jody, listening. So uh, Jodie trains nice. in, yeah. Josh was in the year below me at high school. Correct. Um, I had a lot of mutual friends with his brother, Jake. Yeah. What's up, Jake? It's been interesting to hear and relate to Josh's stories about certain teachers, people in the Endeavour Hills area where I also <laughs> grew up. <laughs> Krispy Kreme shout out there, no, episode 40. Nary, Nary Warren no, and Krispy Kreme. RAP, Mr. Don. We used Why to ask him about the tree, a... the trees in Sri Lanka, and he would spend the whole science class speaking so passionately about them, and we didn't have didn't end up having to do any work. He was so like I don't think he was ever my teacher. It was always extracurricular stuff. I feel like last time I said he was Indian, so I'm glad that there was. I'm Sri guessing he was Sri Lankan. Um, it goes on anyway. One thing that I can thank Josh for is whenever I hear the song, apologize. By Timberland. It's too late to apologize. Yeah. Oh, I know where she's going with this. Go on. I always think of the cover Josh did called... This is controversial. ...to wear a tie. Uh-huh. I then proceeded to have Josh's version stuck in my head, which is actually a bit politically incorrect these days. Okay. So... <laughs> you this want was, to put a caveat around the story? I had, I had, a, uh, I had a YouTube channel. Back in 2005, 2006. And um, yeah, it would make videos. And you know how we we're talking about the other day where you would say words or you'd say things or you'd describe people as stuff and you just never would fucking do it nowadays, right? And one of them was just the use of the word gay. You know, oh, yeah. this is gay, that's gay, <laughs> oh, you're being gay. As a, as a kid, you never really connected it. Yeah. You weren't even, it wasn't even about someone who was homosexual. Yeah. It was like... And that's the thing with kids, right? They're, they're sponges and they hear people using these terms and yeah. then they go and repeat them. And so anyway, I created a song which was a, had a music video and it's on a private YouTube channel. I took it down because I just thought it was... It had over 2,500 views. 
But I changed the words, it's too late to apologize to it's too gay to wear a tie. <laughs> and so it's got my... So the words go, I'm standing in my room thinking what to wear. I got my shirt, got my tie, and I've even straightened my hair. It's all true. You want me to get dressed up, but I thought that I was done. But wait, yeah, something was missing, and I was about to find out. My mum said, Josh, why aren't you wearing a tie? Because it's too gay to wear a tie. <laughs> it's too gay. It's so bad. Come on, Josh. Now ties are gay. What about this one? Yeah, that one's gay. It's, it's so offensive. So fucking offensive. I want to see this video. Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, Have you got it can, somewhere? Yeah, I don't like... Yeah, I don't want to put it up. I'll show it to you. But um, <laughs> yeah, so Jody, that is correct. And now, fuck, isn't it funny that when you... These things that you make get really cemented into your head. Like yeah. the fact that I can remember it... It's probably because it, you realise that it wasn't that kosher. It's yeah. like, she says, why um, why I get Josh's cover stuck in my head, I couldn't tell you, but it's bloody annoying. Same thing, same thing happens these days when my boyfriend and I are heading to an event and he asks me, do you think I should wear a tie? Jody, <laughs> and I have to stop myself from responding with, no, it's too gay <laughs> to wear a tie. It's a real cut through it's with that. It's a real cut through. The thing was that within YouTube, okay, first of all, let's just caveat you cannot use the word gay. Do you know what? I had a mate, couldn't fucking believe it. He lives in the suburbs. Yeah. So maybe this part. He did a post with him and his best mate. Him, his arm around him. And this guy's the nicest guy. Yeah. And his hashtag was no homo. Yeah. Do you know where that comes from? It's like a college saying or like a... You from the States. But you can't no say... But you can't say no homo. Because it's what it's saying yeah, is it's yeah, like... Yeah. That there's something like I just think you can't fucking say it. It was legit heaps of people saying. I know. That I remember saying. It's it. amazing how quickly it has turned. Like it's quickly changed. Well, and this talk- is. Can we keep going? Yeah. It's so been- I just want to. This actually leads into um, something I want to talk about. Chris Lilly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Chris Lilly. Uh, how would you explain? He's an Australian comedian that's created some uh, like iconic shows within Australian comedy. It, like I remember when I was in London in 2011. Was he? Is he a satiric a satirist? Yeah. No, he's not. Uh, he's just like he's a he's a uh, fuck um, social fucking commentator. No, even yeah, that, but he know. also does a lot of um, impersonations yeah. and um, did we could be cultures and 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 you know. Sort of, it'd be like if people were impersonating Bogue and all Summer Heights High. He does a lot of that and yeah. does like um, real character um, acting. Anyway, yeah. when I was in London, he there was a bus that went past and he was on it. Yeah. And it was Summer Heights High or. Oh, cool. And I was like, fuck, man, that's amazing. It's over here and, you know, it feels big in London. And um, it was so relatable as I, like as a kid being in a like a povo school, mm. which had all of the character, every single character. You yeah. like you could pick them out in the school. So good. Well, I think that's what comedians do, right? Yeah, they highlight to a huge degree these characters. Observational. Yeah, whether yeah. they're you know um, making it sixty percent more. Yeah, you know that's another thing. Anyway, Beat Magazine. You you know Beat Magazine? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, they're just like got a Facebook page now. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they do the magazine anymore. There's probably no <laughs> money in the magazine. Bit sad, isn't it? What a dis- oh yeah, remember- you've got a Facebook page. I used to w- look at Beat Magazine as a kid. I got in there from going to clubs, and you get a photo, really? and then it'd be in Beat Magazine. I was more of a K Zone kid. Okay, <laughs> dear Chris Lilly, this is a post they put up. They put up a post that was a link off to their website. It was an article. Sure. And it was called Why We Don't Need Another Chris Lilly TV Show. And the status was, Dear Chris Lilly, stop, just stop, yours sincerely, all of Australia. These hipster fucks, aren't they? It fucking pissed me off, the all of Australia bit. Yeah. I was like, don't fucking speak for me. Yeah. 
Well, I like Chris Lilly. Yeah. yeah. Re- regardless of looking into what has been said around some Vice of his characters. Does this, all like, I feel like this is a real like hipster fuck sort of thing where they like people love shit like throwing shit at things. 100%. And so like Chris Lilly has done some characters where he's ha- had blackface on essentially. <laughs> Yeah, make it, it sounds bad when you say it like But that's that. how they paint yeah. it, right? And that's yeah. how the media does. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to look into, in this discussion with yeah, you sure. and I, about whether uh, that's you okay. Are you a racist? Are you a racist? I'm fucking not a racist. Okay, great. Um, You're very quick. International Women's Day, everyone happy. Mate, I'm not fucking telling a story, you oh, asshole. Sorry, go on. I, so, Chris, so my point is not looking into the, the whether it's racist or not. The point is... These are so Campton and I, my mate, the office. Yeah, we were talking about mates with James. <laughs> we we're talking about whether or not these news outlets yeah. write that article and put that headline there because they know, like maybe the person who wrote it didn't it doesn't actually have the view that they th- don't think Chris Lilly should have another show, right? Yeah, sure. But they know that that status. Yeah. And I can read you some of the comments. Let me just read you one. Think. On your own, Beat Magazine. Not a good thing to take a swipe at people with talent. Maybe target rubbish shows like Googlebox. I'm it's a Google. fuckwit. I'm a celebrity. It's Get Google me out Box. Of here. I love Googlebox, by the way. This guy's a fuckwit too. And married at first sight. And so the, the thinking is, did that does does Beat Magazine know that this is just like fully triggering for people and they don't give a shit and they just know it will get likes, it will get comments. Well, it's also taking shit out of context, right? Like cultural context. Would Chris mm. Lilly do Summer Heights High in 2018? No. Yeah. But he it wouldn't did, look he's not the same. doing it. Yeah, it wouldn't look the same, right? So I think that's even like um, listening to an interview with Andrew Denton. Yeah. You know, mm. uh, Fucking a guy that I respect and that has, um, you know, I think has a really good gauge on things. Mm. And he was talking about the first radio stunt he ever did where he went up to women and said that he would give them cash if they could take their bra off. So inappropriate. Yeah. In 2018. And so that's Andrew Denton, the guy from Enough Rope, Mm. someone who is extremely respected yeah, so I think... Um, so I did think on the way this morning, because I wanted to bring this up today, and I was like, I heard something Jordan Peterson said, who's a psychologist. Yeah. Um, he said, joke... Uh, it's like the the card, the Joker. Yeah. In the deck of cards. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Joker character over the years, like, sorry, hundreds of years ago, that, that Joker character was, the, you know, the person that would come in and disrupt... And, and make the noise and, yeah. and point the finger and prod people and get them fucking riled up, right? Yeah. And he, and he relates comedians in today's age as the Joker archetypes, if that's the, word, if yeah. that's the right word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so true because you go, you look at Chris Lilly. He did a show where he painted himself black and whether he does it now or, or you know, does it moving forward, it's like these people may be the ones that fucking create this, I guess, hype or this fucking hyper awareness around these topics, right? Yeah. That essentially are the, the ones who create the change. I'm not saying he went into it like that, but these people are the ones that are pushing the fucking buttons of people to get them thinking and then having conversations around this stuff. But also think about shows like, uh, like films like Wog Boy... Or even yeah. fat pizza. It's like there's so many examples where you'd probably, yeah, you'd probably look at it questionable mm. in a questionable light now. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's also, it's very difficult. I don't feel like I'm in a good place to be able to understand. Not that much offends me, mm. and so, and I think that dark humor is really fucking fun. Like one, of, I love that. I'm trying to remember what it was called. It's got lying in the title. It was like a film, a uh, dark comedy that I saw at Miff mm. probably like six years ago, seven years ago, where it's about these terrorists and they can't fucking, they're just like, they're trying to like blow up. Somewhere. Oh, you told me about it. And this. they're really struggling. They just keep fucking up the logistics oh. and stuff. It's just so funny. But um, now I think, look, 
<sighs> yeah, I don't know. I, d- I feel like I um, don't want to engage with a lot of stuff. Well, it depends on what you're engaging with, right? It's well, like I that's why like, I said so- I don't want to look into whether he's a racist or not, or whether he's like you. you I think you hit the nail on the head. Would he do that show in 2018? Yeah. Probably not. He'd probably go, I- I'm not going to do that. It's also a little bit like we need to look at these media outlets and say, okay, well, why yeah. are they why are they doing this stuff? What's the end goal? But I mean, that's- the end goal is fucking clicks to a website because they need to make money. Yeah. They need ad rev. And the thing ASAP. is, and, that, and who's paying for that ad rev too, right? It's all yeah. like... Yeah, big corporations, um, companies. Yeah. It's... We all contribute to it, right? Yeah, we're we're helping companies create the content that are on these platforms. Essentially, so I mean, it's everyone, and we're clicking onto it. Everyone's clicking onto this stuff. It's like we are feeding the beast, and it's. I, I worry about comedians like not being able to, you know, point out things. Yeah, in a in a well, way, like expression you- and stuff like that. But you know, the funny thing is that I I think I used to maybe the thing I liked in comedy or what I used to like, I would love like comedians who would just slam into people. Yeah. I think that, I feel like that's changed over the years maybe. I think that like the style, like clever shit that doesn't do that. Like comedy is really powerful when you can do it without having to purposefully offend. Mm, it's, I, I think it's like a bit bit of a stress, but like motivational speakers that resonate with you at a certain time of your life. Yeah. And it's like everyone, they're all saying the same thing, but it's the person, the way they're delivering their message, the message that's resonating. And I think it's like you've grown up and so your your comedy, you know, that you're digesting is a lot different now because of your intelligence or your yeah. life experience, you know? And I think that uh, if we tie it back into, you know, International Women's Day and things like that, it's like... If you watch, you mean when I cut you off to yeah, tell you to exactly. fucking let me tell my no, story? That's, that's fair. That's fair. The uh, <laughs> no, uh, you watch movies and you watch some of the shit that um, that we've allowed in cinema mm. in regards to how women are treated. It's pretty fucking poor. Neighbor, uh, bad neighbors. You don't watch movies. No. Bad neighbors. One, Joe, um, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Zach Efron. Zach Efron's like a jock at a fucking. I think um, I saw house bad part, neighbors. Like, has it? Yeah. Because I saw Seth Rogen having sex, and I remember thinking, "That's what I would look like." <laughs> it's just horrendous. It was just so. Yeah. yeah so Seth on. Rogen's like the real straight laced dude living yeah. next door in this house, and fucking he has these nightmare neighbors. Anyway. Bad name is two. Yeah. Is Zac Efron is is now like an older guy who's like struggling to find his way after college, and all his mates are growing up, and then he starts helping this these women who want to create like a, sor- a sorority. Yeah. I think it's called sorority. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like the guy, the guy's version of the at girl the, version, oh. the girl version of the of that guy party house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, and they're next to Seth Rogen again, so he helps them. But then in one of the scenes, they're like, you know, back in my day, we had pimps and hose parties. Yeah. And the girls were like, that's fucking, that's disgusting. That's totally unacceptable. And, and in the moment, like, it's really funny. Zac Efron's like, has this moment where he realizes how unacceptable it was to have a pimps and hose party. But it was such a funny moment that I was like, so fucking true. Yeah. You cannot have... A pimps and a like a hose prostitutes party. Yeah. Because all the girls dress up like that and the guy like it's fucking gross. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's and amazing. That would have like, been, that, you would have gone like a few years, but that's the only parties you would have gone I to. I went to a few pimps and hose. No. Actually I don't know if it was. It's okay. Yeah, anyway. I think I haven't been to any parties, <laughs> so um, no, it's interesting. The times are changing and it's it's a it's positive. Yeah. I think it's all um, you know, moving towards, uh, you know, and and I think that some of these ridiculous things where they go a little bit too far can sort of irk you a little bit. Mm. But the the longer the longer strategy around um, giving people a fair go and making them feel comfortable mm. um, in in their own fucking world, I think I can't relate to feeling that way and it's not until it's been articulated where i'm like oh um man that would be tough Mm. so that's fine um 
Good yeah. one, mate. Happy Thursday. Is it Thursday? Yeah, it feels it's like Friday. Friday. We're doing this one fuck, late. It feels like it feels so late too. It's only eight fifty. How good is going to bed early? I'm going to go to bed soon. I don't have to yeah. pick up Bree, by the way. Now I know, just texted. Um, anyway, we're just um, oh PO box. Yeah, PO box four hundred Abbotsford, Victoria three zero six seven. I literally have only gotten like three things from it. All right, we need that to change. I um, want some mail. Um, we've got the fortieth episode coming up pretty soon. Yeah, next so, week. Uh, we're only we've got one episode in between until we have it. It's gonna be fucking sick. <laughs> we're live Krispy from Cream. <laughs> live from Krispy Cream drive through so twenty four hour. We're gonna. It's going to be our best episode yet. It'll be fun. It's from the car. Are we taking my car? I've got a bit bigger car. Nah, but you got so much shit in it with having a kid. What do you mean? We're in the front seats. No, We're not in the got... back seats, you weird unit. No, but I just thought, like, if you're going to use a big four-wheel drive, you want to treat it. Like, I would no, want to I fit put... it out like a like a street team of car. We're not I... fucking on the street team. You did street team, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I know. What, like... What was your job in the street team? Handing out icy cold cans of Coke. What is other that, fucking yeah, job is there, yeah, baby? Yeah. What would you actually do just very quickly before you go? What sort of stuff? Mate, this is what I did. We'd go to an event, we'd set up, get the barbecue. There would be a barbecue man. We'd be at Coles. We'd hand out a few cans of Coke. Did I'd you... go into Coles and get a steak and then bring it out to the chef and he would cook me the steak. Amazing. <laughs> I would eat the steak and we'd just hand out the pr- do, silly Do you prizes. remember, did you feel like elevated? Did you feel like you're an important person? Yeah, slightly. G'day, hey, yeah. It's nah. <laughs> they didn't yeah, let us on the microphone. Oh, really? It's fact. Anyway. That's um, sad. Would you do the call in? Hey, it's Tommy Jack. Can we, now. Should we say what time we're going to be at Krispy Kreme and see if anyone wants let's, to come down? Tomorrow, let's work it out because we, we need to ask the bosses around what time we're going to oh, be able yeah, to go. Yeah. But once we work it out. Yeah, ball and chain. Happy International Women's Day. Exactly. Seriously, my wife is the best. I love it. No, my girlfriend's the best. No, Fuck off, Josh. My- you know what? The, <laughs> own, lost the No, the the respectful thing to do is to fight naked to the death of, <laughs> of, of which which partner's the best and I'll start by getting naked and I'll get... <laughs> You're weird. Sorry if you've had to listen to this it last bit. It got really bit. weird, didn't it? I just wanted if to make you- it clear that the fight was between you and I. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like halfway through... It didn't sound clear, so it sounded really misogynistic. <laughs> so then I tried my wife. So then nude. I tried to make up for it by saying, describing that I was naked, going to be naked. So this fuck, is, got this real is why we can't do this shit. All right, uh, bye. Um, bye guys. Bye bye bye.